love how you started singing right as I hit record. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Go. No, you're good. Well, welcome to Uplate with D8. Uplate with D8 is your go-to podcast for everything D8 escapades, Dungeons and Dragons, and more. With session recaps, cast interviews, and fun with all the members of D8, Uplate with D8 has it all. There's a typo in our podcast description, and I just now <laughs> noticed it as I was reading it. Because... It says Uplate with D8 is you go to podcast for everything, not your. I gotta is fix you, that. Is you go to? Is you go you to? Go to? <laughs> is you go to? Is you Excuse go to? me, is you go to? I, I quit. Huh? <laughs> this is Lex's. <laughs> I just work here. Lex's retirement. <laughs> oh, no, don't do that. Don't leave. Don't leave because then everything no. goes to you. Yeah, I don't want it. I just want to show up and tell a story. <laughs> You don't... <laughs> oh my god oh my god oh my well god. hello oh listeners hello uh we're here it's your usual host Braylon and lex as mm-hmm. always i mean pretty consistently it says yeah. but we have a new player with us <gasps> oh my god say hello to the people hello. Hi. <laughs> who are you <laughs> sorry it's Allie. hi <laughs> Who also plays Naya in the campaign. Yep. Oh my god. Naya is our uh she's a sea elf druid, right? She is. Oh my god. (sighs) Well, (sighs) we've asked you to be here because we're obviously gonna ask you some hard-hitting questions about your character, because Mm -hmm. let's be honest, we we love her. We do. Thank you. Honestly, like she's fucking rad as shit. She really is. Um Oh my god. I don't even know where to start. Oh my gosh. Let's Can go I first. give my favorite fun fact? Sorry. Yes. yes. Be oh, okay. Yeah, go ahead. Girl, show up. It's your episode. Do what you want. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I think my favorite thing about Naya being my character, and Braylon already knows this, is um I actually can't swim and I'm deathly afraid of the water. Like my worst nightmare is actually getting into the ocean. Like a hundred percent. I'm a prairie girl. I don't know what else to say that. I'm a prairie mountain girl. I'm from Alberta. And yeah, now sea elf. And so your entire life is the water. That's yeah. Her, her entire thing is the ocean. Yeah. Yeah. That's so <clears throat> juxtaposed because in our last campaign, I played an elf who couldn't swim. And at the time I was a swim instructor. Oh, that's amazing. I love it. I love that yeah. D&D just lets us do that. It's fantastic. Yeah, you get to get over your fears and... Yeah. But without Short- actually yeah. having to, like, get in the water. It's great. I don't want to say shortcomings because I don't think it's a shortcoming. Some people just, like, don't swim. Yeah, no. Uh, thank you. Yeah, like, fuck the water. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so for our first question, <sighs> Harding question... Why? So this is this is we've said on stream. It's your first time playing D anD. d Yes, you're doing fantastic. Like if you wouldn't have oh, told me that, you. I would have never guessed. So, oh, that makes me feel so much better because the way I was internally screaming the whole first episode, like just pure panic. <laughs> no, you were good. Um, I do. why a why a sea elf and why a druid? Like why why create a character like that? Why pick those? Okay, well actually. I was all prepped to be a cleric. Like, I had a character, I had a backstory, and then I got on the call with Bray, and she was like, so here's the thing. I was talking to Cullen, and he's a cleric. And I was like, are you kidding me? I was like, I was so prepped. I had a character, I had a backstory, I was so ready Mm -hmm. to go. Mm -hmm. And then she was like, what else would you want to play? And I just like was like, druid. I was like, that's it. That's the second one I could think of. I knew I wanted to do magic. I was so in on magic. I wanted to be involved in magic. Druid's like, I don't know. It's a fascinating class to me. There's so much you can do with it. Mm-hmm. Which also is arguably a terrible idea for my first ever D&D campaign. I feel like I picked a really, really complicated one. And I was like, I have no idea what I'm doing. And then I remember we finished like creating her. And Bray was like, so what about your wild shapes? And I was like, oh, no. Oh, there's so much more to do. Yeah, yeah, she's, there's a lot to plan for, but she's so cool. Thank you. She's she's the best. Um, And as far as sea elf, that was actually Braylon's idea completely. I knew I wanted to be an elf, Mm -hmm. and I was going to go more like traditional woodsy, and she was like, 
here's the thing though we're doing nordic have you thought of a sea elf and i was like no but immediately let me look it up and then i was like that's it there's so much cool stuff in there yeah it's it's so funny too because we had a conversation the other day where Allie was like doing the mental math of like, oh my god, I'm a sea elf, I'm this and that and the other thing, and she just realized how much longer she's gonna live than the rest of her party because sea elves get to be like 800 years old. I was having a 750 is the average life. Yeah, like she was having a. <laughs> I was having a meltdown. I was like, this she is gonna be so terrible. Sad. And then I was looking at the lifespans of everyone else, and I was like, oh, no. Yeah, I'm a human. Like, yeah. I, I know her new best friend is going to, like, die probably before 100. It's terrible. Yeah. 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 It'll be a blip in Naya's existence, for sure, which is, like, really sad. It's gut-wrenching. That's horrible. And oh I did not goodness. consider that at all. Isn't that sad? It's terrible. <laughs> like, we were randomly talking and she's like, oh my god, and like put this all on me. And I was like, I'm sorry. I had like a moment of clarity. Well, we were talking about we were talking about Naya and Cressida. We were just talking about how like they bonded really quick. And I was like, yeah, yeah it's so nice. And then I had this moment of horrific clarity where like she's gonna have like six centuries. <laughs> Aloneness. It's like, oh no. <laughs> yeah yikes isn't that depressing so it was sad. so sad oh my and goodness. i don't know how to recover from it to be totally honest it'll be fine we'll figure it out i gotta bring that one up in therapy now so <laughs> yeah something to talk to your therapist about oh my god exactly Kent State <sighs> university gives three fair free therapy so about to go Ooh. about to go to free therapy at kent and be like i don't my D best friend's gonna live longer than me oh no i don't think my university does free therapy that's such an oversight are you sure i don't think so sorry that sounded so gaslighty like i say that are like you i'm going sure? to your university sure? I just... yeah. <laughs> sorry to gaslight you on the podcast <laughs> i'm so sorry like gatekeep girl boss what can i say Love it. for the win um so what initially got you interested in D because you are our newest player so there's some like yes. groundwork questions i want answered that's true i've always been interested in D, to be honest i think the and you guys have talked about this too you talked about the stereotype for D being very like male and also very like I'll say, like, teenage, college-age boys is really mm -hmm. what it is in, like, the area that I live. Like, those are the people who play it. And also, you know, when you're a teenager and you're a teenage girl, you're trying so hard to, like, not be a teenage girl. And, like, yeah. you know, like, you're trying so hard to, like, not have all your interests because they're uncool or they're not feminine. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. all that bullshit we go through. And then you hit your mid-20s and you're like, oh, my God, nobody cares. <laughs> for real <laughs> you hit your mid-20s and you live through a pandemic and you're like actually fuck it i love fantasy i love traditional high fantasy and so like i've always been interested i've never really had the opportunity and then you started playing braylon yeah and then i remember we were talking about it and you were like oh like i hope you don't judge how like nerdy this is and i was like I'm so excited for you. I was like, you're living my like absolute dream right now. What are you talking about? <laughs> so I've always wanted to. And to be honest, when and I'm very sad your first campaign went under, I really am. But there was a spark of like pure joy in me when Braylon was like, I'm going to DM the next one. Do you want to be in? I was like, yes, yes. I was like, for the love of God. Yes. Get me in there. I'm so sorry. But at the same time, I'm so <laughs> happy. At the same time. Arguably one of the best things that has happened to me recently. I was like, yeah. <laughs> oh my I'm god. So sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh, I love it. I love it so much. <laughs> it's so good. You're like, not that I wanted the first campaign to go under, but <laughs> but, but. but I I was super opportunistic when it did. I was like, so um what is that looking like? Yeah. Yeah, I remember she's like, I want to bring in someone for the next campaign. And I'm like, cool. Sounds good. I was I was doing the social media revamp. I'm like, I'm in. Let's bring people in. New people. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So 
when you like were developing Naya, what were some key elements in her character that you wanted to have there? Because she's oh. got like, I mean, we don't know a ton about Naya's backstory yet. Like, she's very much still a mystery to, I feel like the girls are really more of a mystery than the guys. Like, I feel, yeah. I feel, like, I feel like the boys decided for a session, they're like, we're fucking bros. And like, we know, <laughs> I got you, dude. I know your tea. It's all good. So, like, what kind of things or themes did you incorporate when you were making Naya that you wanted to have in there? And then what stuff you wanted to make sure you stayed away from? Oh, that's such a good question. Oh, my God. Thank uh, you. Such a good question. I think, and I did do, it was a little typical. Like, for me, when I think druid, I think very, like, kind of whimsical, mystical, little hippie-ish. Yeah, it's kind of have that reputation. The other thing that I wanted in there, which we haven't seen yet in the campaign, we haven't seen this side of her yet. <laughs> Naya's also like kind of insane and has a huge ruthless streak. She does like she is somebody who is if she feels morally motivated and it's aligned with what she believes, like she would burn down a village. And I actually yep. don't even know if she would flinch. No, so. I really, I wanted to take that blend of, like, soft, whimsical, very in tune with nature. And I wanted to blend it with, and I don't have a better way to say this. I'm so sorry. I almost wanted to blend it with, like, you know, eco-terrorism and those people yes. that are so committed. They're so mm -hmm. committed to nature. They're so committed to the preservation of animals and land that, like, they're willing to blow things up. Like, they are willing yeah. to go to the extreme and that's basically what I did, is I took in modern-day eco-terrorism and I put it in a druid in D&D. &D. Yeah. Is yeah. what I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, I love the sheer shock for Lex here, because, like, I know this. Allie and I yes. talked about this. Like, we literally discussed, like, what would it look like if Naya, like, went full tilt into eco-terrorism and, like... That'll come up at some point for people. But it is a really cool element to it because, like like you said, druids are usually very whimsical and they're very, like, in tune with nature and this, that, and the other thing. But I also really love that for Naya, you kept it where it's, like, she has the capacity to be ruthless and potentially be the villain in someone's story. But morally yeah. to her, it's not. That's not how it is. And I think, and my brain is very black and white sometimes. And I think that's almost part of it for me, is I almost feel like something that I think sometimes is missing when we have, like, narratives about druids is they're so in balance with nature and nature-focused, but nature is actually, like, a very cold, unforgiving thing. Nature has no, has like, you survive or you don't. And I feel like I wanted that threaded in there. Like, she's all-encompassing that way, but, like, a cold Arctic ocean is not a forgiving environment. No. And I think that's, I really wanted her to in some ways embody parts of that. And the, like, we it's a Nordic campaign. Like, that's a very harsh landscape. That's a very unforgiving landscape. And I think that it breeds that type of resiliency and that capability yeah. because you don't survive by being soft. No. Nobody no, would look at a polar bear and be like, it's so soft and fuzzy. Like, no. they are, but they're also horrifying creatures, especially mm -hmm. if they're hunting you. And I yeah. think that's kind of what I wanted to get was that blend. So I'm hoping I find my footing there. No, it's good because we haven't seen like we've seen like the very sweet, like soft side of her at the moment. And it's really good. But I'm excited for those like those moments that come out where she's kind of like, too. all right, but who needs to die? I want to see. Yeah, burn I am too. <laughs> I'm actually and I'm very curious to see how far she can go because I if she is in her convictions, I don't think she'll rein herself in. No. And I'm very curious to see how that plays out in a group dynamic. And it's probably very good that we have someone, at least Ace, is very morally oh my God. righteous and very set. And in some ways, that's probably going to help balance out a lot of the chaos we have rest of the Yeah. Well, like, let's be honest. You couldn't, like, you would get a lecture from Ace if you didn't hold the door open for somebody, let alone, like... Yeah, so <laughs> I think it's going to help rein in some energy, which is good. Nice. Speaking... So... Oh. No, go ahead. Oh my god, girly, go ahead. <laughs> I, 
I was so tempted to say go ahead and reference the TikTok. I was so no, tempted. No, go ahead. No, go, go, go ahead. ahead. No, go, go ahead. ahead. That go ahead. little shitbag. God. It. Oh, my God. Um, so speaking of Ace and, and the group setting, you have gotten to, you've spent technically 48 hours with them as Naya in the setting. We've had three sessions. What would you say were Naya's first impressions or first thoughts of this trio of absolutely insane people that she is now banded together <laughs> with? Mm-hmm. Oh, I think she instantly felt a little protective over Digby. I think he's so physically. He's like mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. One of it is he's very physically small, and second of he was very nice. Like he went up to this insane woman in a tavern, and she doesn't have a lot of social skills, so like she didn't clock she was being nuts. But people were avoiding her, and she's not stupid. And he held a conversation, and then Wade liked him. He fully acknowledged Wade, and she was just like, "I like this funky little man." And his vibes. So I think her first one, she's like, I like that strange little man. Um, I think that was the first thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. As we've gone on, I think her and Cressida are bonding nicely. They're the only two gals. Uh They're both Mm -hmm. fairly young. I don't actually know how old Cressida is. You said it in the podcast. I don't remember. I'm so uh, sorry. 22? 22. Yeah, and Naya's in, like, her early 20s. Same thing. They're young. They're the only girls. They're kind of, like, out in the Mm -hmm. world. We don't... They seem to be on their own Mm -hmm. so far from what we're seeing. Like, I think there's... And I'm a girl's girl. Like, you know, there's a certain safety you have with other women in unpredictable environments. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think there was just kind of, like, that, oh, there's another one? Okay, we're a little bit of a team now, no matter what. That survival instinct is kind of there. Yeah. I don't I don't think she knows quite what to make of Ace yet. That's fair. That's so fair. <laughs> he's very he's a strong personality. <laughs> he's a he's a big man. He's yes. a tall dude. Yeah. I think I think she feels like safe with him. I think it's that paladin, very like morally righteous energy. I think uh-huh. most people do. It's a little grating, I think, at the same time, from someone who doesn't have a strict moral code. But, like, she likes him. I think she likes that, like, sturdiness he has. Yeah. 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 I feel like that was so rambly, but... No, it's good, it's good. So, like, the time you've spent with each character and stuff like that, are there any um, potential areas of contention that you could see happening as we move forward? I think so. Ooh, elaborate. Is it the fact that Ace constantly wants to do free labor? Yeah, I think it's the fact that, like, Anaya's whimsical, but we gotta eat. And you, you gotta pick and choose. We either we either gotta get paid or we gotta steal. Like, I think in some ways she's still a realist. I think she's a little scrappy. I think not a lot of her backstory has been revealed, but, like, it hasn't been the easiest for her to, like... It hasn't been the easiest. Like, survival is still a priority, and it always will be. So I don't think she has a great time when that feels threatened. Mm-hmm. I think that can also carry over to Digby and his tendency <laughs> to get into mass chaos. Oh, Digby. Because <laughs> yeah. at the end of the day, right now, right now, currently, I think Naya is still a survivalist at heart. I think she's still in a very fight-or-flight survival mode, and I mm-hmm. she doesn't take too kindly when that feels threatened. Yeah. That's fair. <laughs> we, yeah. We, we, do have, we do have the paladin who will do anything <laughs> anything you ask for help. He'll do it for free. And we do have the... What, what is, is Digby a... What is he? Cleric. No, not, not uh, race-wise. I don't remember what he is. Oh, he's a kender. He's a kender, right? Yeah. Oh, and yes. We have, a, we have a kender who... So they're very small and kind of maintain their childish look to yeah. him. So he does look like a very... Like, he looks... What is it? He kind of look. Digby would look like he's, like, in his, like, teens, probably. <gasps> even though he's one of the oldest people. <laughs> That's hilarious. But, the, yeah, then you have this kender who... Is like, oh, room I'm not supposed to be in. Let's go in here. Oh, I got caught. Let's go back in. And you're like, oh my god. Oh my god. 
Yeah. I, well, I was like, yes. oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> we knew we knew my thoughts on that already. That's not important right now. A hundred percent. Um so a big character thing that we kind of discussed when we were building Naya and stuff and you and I were kind of bouncing ideas around and stuff like that is we were super big on giving her an animal an an animal companion. Yes. Um and we tossed around a couple of suggestions like oh we could have done I think we had like a flying snake that we looked we at did. We had, like we had a couple of random things that we found online that looked like just bizarre and we eventually settled on a shocker lizard. Um, who you aptly named Wade. I did. Um, so can you kind of elaborate on like, I guess what that dynamic is for Naya and the significance of her having Wade as like a companion? Because like from what we know of Naya, like they found her in a tavern with just her lizard. So mm -hmm. her immortal. Lizard. Clearly. Yes. Yes. She told uh Cressida was immortal. So like. Give us some Wade lore. What does Wade mean to you? Oh, okay, hang on. I'm processing what I'm allowed to say and what I'm I not. Know. Really I'm sorting through. Okay, I think I'll start with... I'm going to start with Wade's name. So, mm -hmm. Naya being Naya. This pragmatic. So, she found Wade in a Wade pool. Therefore, his name is Wade. His name is Wade. <laughs> That's, That's all the lore behind his name. She was like, this is my new best friend. His name is Wade. He's from the Wade pool. Look, we're good now. Yeah. I think it is safe for me to say that for the last while, Wade has been Naya's only friend, only companion. Like, this is this is what she's had for, like, a hot minute, is just Wade. I think they have a very, I mean, as close of a bond as you can probably get with your lizard companion. Um... Yeah, and I think in a lot of ways, in a lot of ways, she trusts Wade and he pushes her trajectory a little bit because I think he's very much the only companion she's had for a little bit. And so he's, you know, he's a lizard, but he's also her best friend. Mm -hmm. As sweet or sad as that may be, I think that's that's her buddy. That's her guy. He's seen her through a lot. So they have kind of a cool dynamic that way. I love Wade. Yeah. I love Naya. Yeah. And I love Wade. Like, it's just, it's great. They're great. <clears throat> Wade is great. I also love that um, our DM just plays Wade. It's actually fantastic. Yes. I love it so much. It's great, I... too, because it's great, too, because I get, like, actual, like, when you were, like, Wade has a gambling problem. Ha ha. Like, that was new information. Like, I love it. There's, like, kind of this depth in the dynamic where, like, I learn things at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. oh, mm -hmm. so I know it's so exciting I love being Wade I think it's so much fun I love it and I love the little details you put in just mm -hmm. like when he stares at people or he's eerily eating and like yeah I love that she just has this little buddy it feels very druidish to have an animal companion mm -hmm. I love it no so I love much. And actually, I think we spent longer on picking the animal companion than we did on creating Naya's character. I'm going to be totally honest. We spent no. way more time on the animal we... companion than we actually did on Naya originally. I think Naya was like 30 phone. minutes and we spent like yeah. two hours trying to find a good animal companion. It was we insane. We were on the phone for like two hours looking at like, what about this? What about that? What about this? Well, she's water-based. So like, it's got to be something like this. We got to do this. We got to do that. And like we got Jaren involved at one point because he came yep. into your room and was like, was "What are you help. doing?" And then he was like, "Oh, animal companion!" And then I could hear him in the background and you being like, "No, no, no, we're going like aquatic. Like we don't want that. Like we gotta go water based. Like it was a whole team yeah. effort for a minute." Yeah, he was trying to help, which is like, oh, it's so crazy. Love it. Um, I guess just sort of like pivot. So like. I mean, we spent a lot of time building Wade, but, like, obviously some effort went into Naya. Did you, like, have, like, a playlist you built for her? Like, when you, oh, were, yeah. like, were you, like, oh, here's a couple songs that, like, when I hear that, that's my girl. That's this. Do you have, like, a Pinterest vision board? Did you go full tilt with the character <laughs> creation? Because, like, I love that shit. Yeah. I... I don't have a Pinterest board. I should. You said that, and I was like, I, why don't I? I do have a playlist. I do have a playlist. Give us some songs. Yes. Give us, give us like the top five um, songs on the playlist, or top three. Oh, the top. Oh. 
shipping a, okay shipping a bottle by Finn mm-hmm. is on there which there's actually some artists on here I had no idea who they were until I was specifically looking for music for Naya um what else do I have on here I have what the water gave me Florence and the Machine <gasps> traditional love um Water Witch the Secret Sisters Mm-hmm. Witch Witch, Florence and the Machine, um, The Garden by the Crane Wives, Constellations by the Oh Hellos, Dear Fellow Traveler, Seawolf. Ah, uh, what else do I have on here? Blood Upon the Snow. Have a little Paris Paloma in there. Yes. Gotta have Paris. Good a reason. Um Yeah. I have some yeah, it was fun. I actually found, like, completely new music when looking for stuff with her. Like, there was a few I had in my head. Like, I immediately went to Florence and the Machine mm-hmm. and was like, all right, water imagery. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 100%. <laughs> no, That's awesome. Those are such good songs. Um, Pivoting from music to, like, a, d- a different realm of entertainment, this is always one of my favorite questions to ask. If you could pick, like, three... TV or movie or fictional characters that you think if you put the three of them together, they would make up Naya. Who do you think those three would be? Oh. <laughs> Former journalism oh, major. Let's go. That is such a good and such a hard question. Uh-huh. Woohoo. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to go into my current read. There's a hundred percent, and I'm not done the series yet, so I probably shouldn't say this. There's a little Aileen Galathinius in there from Throne of Glass. Yep. There's a little bit of just that. You know I love her. (laughs) I know. Absolutely. I love her. There's a little, just to that sense of, like, the capability for ruthlessness, but also, like, still a young girl. Still has a capacity to be soft. Like, that range is in there. She's a a really well-written character, and we don't talk about that enough. Um, That's my separate soapbox. (laughs) Oh, who else would be in there? (laughs) This is- oh, this is such a hard one. I know. Remember, I- I- I I mean, I'm gonna give a little credit to Critical Role. And Keyleth. (laughs) We gotta give a little in there. That was like the first kind of like media druid that I, that might be the only one. Actually, I don't know why I said the first. That's probably the only like full, well, no, that's not true. I'm playing Baldur's Gate. That's such a (laughs) lie. That's such an absolute lie. (laughs) No, but like we, we watched Vox Machina and like we, you know, like Critical Role exposure and like, yeah, I think and I think just that same, like, young elf, young girl finding her place, still trying to find her footing, like, some of that's in there. Who else would I say? I love that, because I think that's the second I know, it's time hard. we've shouted out a Marisha Ray character for this campaign. <gasps> yeah, I know, because you true. mentioned Beauregard. I mentioned Bo. Or Cressida. Oh. Yeah. It's gonna hey, sound shout terrible, out Critical Role. But- they got good shit. There's a reason we do that. And this is going to sound terrible, but all the other characters that are coming to my mind, I'm like, they're too smart. (gasps) Oh, no! (laughs) Too smart! He's he's not. I hate to say that. Uh, Oh. She's just, she's kind of just like, she's real wise. She's real wise, but she's also kind of an idiot. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like, I just wouldn't say she's a strategic thinker. Mm Mm-hmm. Which is also very Aileen Galathinius. Shout out to the girl again. Just mass chaos <laughs> on what feels like a righteous whim. You know, we're back in there. Oh, who else would I put in there? I know, right? <laughs> oh, boy. And it's it's funny because, like, you think entertainment-based questions would be easy because it's, like, it's not, like, hard-hitting mm-hmm. D&D ones. And then you're like, wait. You know, like, this one is so hard. (laughs) Promise my next one is not as hard. (laughs) Okay, God. (laughs) Well, I hope it's not. Maybe a little little Katniss Everdeen. Ooh! Ooh. Ooh. Very protective of people, like, protective of people that feel, like, Mm -hmm. smaller, Mm -hmm. more defenseless, Mm -hmm. has a little bit of that survivalist background. Very... Unimpressed by politics. Yeah, that's fair. Very, very unintimidated by authority. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think some of that shriek is in there. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Those are three great characters, honestly. Yeah. Thank you. And fucking prom- representation out here. Mm-hmm. And I promise this one's not as hard. At least I hope it's not. But okay. Okay. Naya had Spotify. Who do you think her number one listen to artist would be? Ooh. Let me, let me take a gander real quick. <laughs> take a look at the place. Because you know, you know Naya is a Tumblr girly. Like, you know if she had one social media app, it's Tumblr for sure. Oh, 100%. Florence of the Machine. Yeah. I checked yeah. out. Mm-hmm. I, there's like three songs off the top of my head that I'm just like, yeah. That's just the range. The range. The female rage. Yeah. Oh, Still touch good. a whimsy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so for Naya, as like what we've seen so far, because we're only like three sessions and we're super new. Yes. But is there anything you want to see for her in the next bit of the campaign? Like, is there stuff you're kind of like hoping you get some information on? Or like, where do you want to take her story over the next little Ooh. bit? I'm really curious to, like, see her, watch her keep bonding with, like, people. Mm-hmm. We've talked about Wade. She's a druid. Like, I don't think social skills are her prime. She currently doesn't have a lot of, like, close ties. I'm really curious to see her, like, bond with people and actually develop that. I think she's been in a very low, like, lone wolf mode for a little, for a little bit. <laughs> I'm yeah. curious to see her get that little bit of like friend, found family, romantic, those bonds, like to get them mm-hmm. right in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I do I do want to explore her capability to be ruthless. I want to yeah. see that so bad. And mm-hmm. I'm really curious. I have a few thoughts, but I'm not sure. I don't think I'll know till she's pushed. I'm really curious to actually see what is that final line and what is that final trigger and like what it is that just pushes her into a full rage. Mm-hmm. I want to see her use her wild shapes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, I have this. I have this whole thing we haven't hit yet. Where, and I'm just gonna talk about it. So do hopefully it. that's okay. Please stop me if I'm not allowed I to. Will. I'll just scream. <laughs> do it, please. Scream if I say spoilers. Yeah, I have this whole very firm idea in my head where Naya loves her wild shapes, and I don't think at this point she's ever used them for violence or combat. And I want to see that push. I want to see what happens when mm-hmm. she goes full tilt. Like, I I don't think she really uses them in that sense. I don't think she ever has. And I want to know what's going to flip that switch. And I want to know mm-hmm. if it's just going to be that righteous morality and that crossing of that line. Or I want to know if it's going to be in defense of the party. I'm really curious to see what it is that pushes her to that place. Because mm-hmm. I think she's kept... I think she's kept... She's violent for the sake of nature, but I don't think she's ever taken, like, a natural form to commit it. That almost feels like a line in a strange way, and I really want to know what pushes her there, because it's going to happen. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess to dovetail that question, in a sense, like, from what we've seen of Naya so far, like, she hasn't really spoken about where she's from or what she's been through and stuff like that. Do you think the revelation of, like... Because it's all like she doesn't really have any memory of what she's doing from what we've seen so far. She's very yes. quiet. Like she doesn't talk about anything. So do you think like the collision of like who like where she comes from and what she's prepared to do for her party is going to be an issue for her? Or do you think I... the two can merge happily and coexist in a safe space or will she have to choose? I feel like I have two separate things to say on this. And be prepared to scream at me because I don't know if I'm allowed to say this. Okay, I'll just fuck. I'm waiting. Okay, just be There are things in Naya's backstory that I actually don't know at this point. There are details and there are things that actually are fully in Braylon's hands. And that is fascinating to me. I love that where I am, I'm playing her with the information I have now and the information she has now. But, like, I don't have objective details. And I actually fucking love that because it's so easy to be in this headspace of, like, 
this is what happened. And there's not that objective third party lens of like, oh, well, maybe so-and-so did this because of this. Like, I only know her lens and I only know her experience. And it's beautiful because it's so easy to be in those emotions and those thoughts. And I'm because I and I don't know, I can't prep. Like, I can't prep yeah. for some of these details because you have told me flat out you won't tell me mm-hmm. till they come up naturally in the story. And mm-hmm. I'm so excited for that because there's things I don't I don't even know about Naya and her capabilities. And it's fascinating. Mm-hmm. It's such a beautiful answer. And I know it's a good answer because the look on Lex's face. <laughs> I know. I the know. The time you were talking was, what the fuck don't we know? Because <laughs> there, there is, there's things that I, there's things that she doesn't know and there's things that I don't know. And I think that's actually such a fantastic place to be as a first time player because there is no like, oh, well, I know this information, but how would she react? Like, I only get to have her lens. I only get to react with the information she has. Mm-hmm. I d- okay, so go back to go on to the second part of this. Mm-hmm. The information I do have, because I have some of it, but I don't have all of it. Mm-hmm. I am very curious to see what she is willing to drag them into and what she is willing to try and be self-sacrificing and do on her own, or if she ever even has an attachment that strong to be in that place. Because yeah. I currently I don't think she does. No. But I'm so there's a tipping point that I know will come and I'm fascinated to see what she is willing to drag them into and what she trusts them with. And, or if we have that battle of, I trust them, but I'm not willing to put them in that kind of line of fire. Yeah. And I'm fascinated to see somebody who's so hardwired for survival and so motivated by their own morals and not outside. And somebody who has been living for so long in a, I survive end of story state. And I'm so curious to see where that goes because either way will be a huge moment of growth, I think. Such a beautiful answer. Oh my God, we love it. No, I love it. You like, oh my God. You like, it's so exciting to me to hear my players talk. I don't want to say my players. It's not like I own you guys, but like- No, say Like, because we've all collaborated and discussed like elements of the story. And like, there is stuff in everyone's story that like you guys just don't get to know yet. That's not happening. Yeah. And, like, it's just so nice to hear you guys be so passionate about your characters and actually, like, really be them and embody them. I love it. I love it so much. I am. I'm obsessed with Naya. The amount that I think and that even you and I talk about D&D and Naya and, like, where I want this to go and, like, or even just what I'm curious to see will happen. I spent so much time in that headspace for being, like, three sessions in. It's nuts. I love it. Mm-hmm. I... So much information is processing. In my head is right reeling. Now. Your face that entire time kept changing, and I was like, "Yeah." Well, it's so hard because, and you guys said it. We don't know a lot about Cresta and Naya. Because I'll be honest, I was like painting my bathroom and listening to the last episode of the podcast, and you kept saying things about Cresta, and I was like, "What? Yeah, I was. What? Yeah, yeah. Where?" I was like, "Like, there's just so much we don't know," and I'm so excited to learn it. Speaking of speaking of shit, we don't know apparently because apparently there's a lot. Like I'm, <laughs> but um, so despite having only known the party for forty eight hours, certain things have come up. Certain things have been hinted at. What would you say, Naya? Like if she could have one question answered about each party member, what would you say, Naya? Like most wants to know about each of her party members right now. Oh my oh. god, that is such a good question. Oh, it's almost I like think... I studied this. <laughs> it's so good. That's such a good one. Okay, I'm gonna start with a really clear cut one for mm-hmm. me, which is Ace. Like we've talked about Naya being a CL, we've talked about her convictions with nature and that protection instinct of that. He has obviously a link there. There's like an oath of the open sea. Am I allowed to say that? Do we know that? Yeah, no, okay. he, yeah, that we is know that. I think there will be a connection between them and that space and also within the gods they worship and how that filters in. And I'm very curious to see, I don't, and I could be wrong, I don't heavily get an impression that like everyone in the party is super like religious and for it with the gods. I think there's Mm -hmm. complex relationships there, 
But I am curious to kind of see that bond and that understanding. I'm also curious to see how that understanding works when we're talking about morals, because they have very different approaches, I think, to their convictions around the sea and nature. And like, they have very different approaches, but they're, they have a similar vibe. So I'm curious. So I think, I think she would have some questions about that and like how he got there and why the oath of the open sea. And Mm -hmm. yeah, I think that would be one. Which is kind of a list of questions, not really one cohesive one. Sorry. (laughs) Digby. Hmm. Little Digby. This is going to sound so harsh, but honestly, she still has this question in her head. Is why he never rebelled against being, like, enslaved for so long? Like, the man was just like, cool, I'm a slave now. And I think Tanaya, that is an insane concept. That somebody would put you in shackles and you would accept it. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I'm like, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but like, she's very like nature in the order of nature. And I think that she can't grasp that there's just like ways that things are done where like species are subservient to each other because there's a balance. There's no slavery in nature. Like the fact that people do this, she has, she does not understand it. The idea of it is nuts to her. We don't own people in the same way we don't command them. I think that's why she has no respect for, respect for authority. You know, like, so I think a big one for Digby would be, like, why did you accept this for so long? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, why did it take us freeing you? Right. Mm. Because I think that's just a nuts idea for her. I don't think she can wrap her head around that. Yeah. Um, oh, Cressida. Oh, there's so many. (laughs) I know. There's so many. The little, the little witchy bitch. Yeah, she's our little mystical bitch. Yeah. Here you go. I don't know if I can explain the rationale behind the question without giving a spoiler. Oh? Um, I don't know. (laughs) Go for it, and I'll scream. Okay. I think Naya, and not that there isn't things to run from, I think she wants to know, like... Oh, I'm trying to think of how to word this. <laughs> Lex stood this up for so, that. I know. This is so hard. I'm trying to word this so carefully, too, because I feel like I'm walking such a thin line. Um, I don't think she wants... Oh, fuck. This is so hard. Okay. I'll spit this out. I like I I, st- I stood up. I got my charger. I'm still standing. I'm like I'm so intrigued. I know. I know. I'm thinking you know, so hard of how to word this because you said one question, which is so hard know, for me. If you have to break it up into a few, you can. It doesn't have to be just one. Like it can be like one theme of questions. Okay. I'll sit back down. I'll... Was it was leaving them was leaving them worth it? Because we know you're running. And we know you have a family of some concept. Like, oh, oh she fucking came for your ass. God. Oh. Oh. And I don't mean for that to sound like a read. I think there's a genuine note of desperation no, in that it. question. And that is, like, was, was leaving them behind worth running? Oh, my God. Cressida, oh, Lex, your face. Okay. Oh. I love it. Holy shit. Oh, I can't give you the rationale behind that right now. No, I know, I know. Just the simplicity of going, was it worth it? Is so like, oh my god. Because the best part is too is like, I know Cressida's story, so I and you know Naya's. Yeah, I tentatively, tentatively, like, kind of know what an answer to that would be, but like, it's Cress, like you know. Cressida does her thing. That's up to Cressida. But Lex is stressed. I'm so stressed. I'm so sorry. I'm so, so funny. I'm so sorry. Are you okay? That's that. That was literally like an in-character moment where it's Naya's like, was it worth it? And Cressida's like, oh my god, was it fucking worth it? I think I just had like, I think I went through the seven stages of grief right there. <laughs> oh my god, what do I do? I'm so fascinated to see some of these conversations like happen oh between my- characters. Me too. No, oh. oh my goodness. I wasn't ready. <laughs> I was like, what? 
you said was it worth it i was like oh shit was it hey now that i've now that i've dropped that banger i want to backtrack to ace for a second because i think i have the question fully formed okay i think she would want to know why that oath Ooh. like out of all the ones in the world and all the causes in the world why why that oath nice i like that one. okay there we go i had to loop back to i just dropped that banger to like come back to a fully formed thought <laughs> oh my gosh oh my goodness i feel like this might have to be the one podcast where i post like videos from the actual like images <laughs> <laughs> We've had some really good reactions from Lex over here. Apparently my face is just great sometimes. It is. I sent you through a whole experience on that one. I'm so sorry. Yeah, you did. Oh my god. I was... Because in my mind, I kind of had like a feeling of what I thought you were going to answer, but you did not answer. Was it close? A little. It was a little close. Um, Okay. Okay. But, um, so to kind of like pivot off of that so obviously that that's what Naya's wondering but you as a player obviously hear certain things that Naya doesn't hear like you hear um people speaking to their gods you hear dreams you hear everything mm-hmm. that Braylon is saying so what are questions you have about your fellow party members that you think would be of interest to Naya if she if she could also hear I think she is so curious. So many of our players seem to be without family currently for whatever reasons. Like Digby seems pretty pretty clear cut, unfortunately. (laughs) You know, like we have a little historical background. We know why this poor fella is where he is. I think she is fascinated to know the relationship between Ace and his mother. Mm -hmm. Because... Like, she's his mother, but, like, how involved was she with his life? Like, I think there's a there's an area of fascination with that one. Right. Because they seem to have a bond. It doesn't just seem like he's like, yeah, my parent was a god anyway. Like, there seems to be, like, an active bond, and we've overheard that when he communes with her. So I'm curious. Yeah. Um, Cressida's dream left me with so many questions. <laughs> <laughs> like who was he why is he that creepy what happened there's so many questions that is he's like so creepy why he he's so creepy? why was he so creepy and what who is he to her because that factors in the creepiness of that conversation let's just be honest so many things were running through my head with that one uh, oh, yeah. yeah yeah that was a fun little dream and then that was and then I think she's also curious about, I don't feel like we know a lot. Like, mm-hmm. we know a bit about Digby. I don't know if we know a lot about, like, the cleric side of him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think there's there's an element of curiosity there. And I think that's a lack of exposure to culture and, like, some of the world. And that's a very druid thing to do where you're like, mm-hmm. I've been on the land for so long. <laughs> you know, like, she's a little out of the loop. <laughs> so I think there's yeah. just almost, like, some baseline question she's curious about. No, definitely. That's... To, like... I don't mean to kibosh it and, like, pivot, because, like, oh my god, it's getting so deep and so, like... Pivot, there's so it. much we're talking about here. But, like... Pivot. I guess on that note, like, if you had to pick, like, three words to kind of summarize Cressida... Or not Cressida, oh my god, Naya. I'm sorry. I'm talking to both my lovely ladies. So I I'm just know. like, oh my god, my girl! <laughs> um, If you had to pick three words to kind of describe Naya as we know her now, because, like, obviously, like, as the campaign moves on, we're going to do more of these and, like, we're going to check in with mm-hmm. you kind of later. Okay. Like, big milestones for each character will bring you back. And I just want to see if the words change based on Ooh. where her headspace oh. is at. Okay. Oh, yeah, I would like- say independent hmm? is in there. I would say independence in there. Yeah. Like doing a lot of stuff on her own. Mm-hmm. I feel like she's kind. I know we've talked about her capability of great violence so much, but like, I feel like there's like a very kind streak in her. I don't want to call it nice. She's not nice for being this, like, for the sake of being nice. I think she is like, I think she's kind, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um,.
that's a hard question. I have to say, like, I think I stumbled over uh, it when you asked me it. I was like, um, I don't know. I don't know words. I would say adrift. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Interesting. Ooh. Hmm. Ooh. Ooh. Not in every sense, but in right. some, I think she's, yes, very mm-hmm. adrift right now. Very, like, untethered. Hmm. Um, I like it. I like it, too. I do, I do have to ask, because it is, it is probably, um, ever since session one, Naya's voice is just absolutely yeah. amazing. <laughs> and I know you said you, you wanted so to make a, make a whimsical character, but what was, what was kind of your, your thoughts going into creating, because voices are one of the, one of the best parts of characters, so... Mm-hmm. What was so my I guess my question has two parts. What was your thought process on creating Naya's voice and what was your first reactions to hearing all the other party members' voices for the first time? I think Naya's voice well, okay, I can't stay in a deep register. I cannot hold the deep register. It's physically impossible. So, like, that was out of the question. I wasn't gonna be out here talking in like a Batman register because I can't hold it. Like it's impossible. So I think I had to do something, like, I had to do something close to what I can do. Um, this is probably gonna, I don't know if this is gonna sound nuts or terrible, but, um, I work with a lot of, like, dementia Mm -hmm. patients in my line of work, and there's a very, like, soft, airy, like, like, my customer service, my work voice is not this. Like, you don't approach someone who's agitated and swinging and, like, thinks they're looking for their parents with this tone. You don't. It's a very, like... It's a very like soft mm-hmm. tone, so I think I did a play off of that, and I definitely took the whimsy into it. Mm-hmm. Um, we had to have a few because I talked to Bray a little bit in her voice just to be like, "This is what I'm thinking." Mm-hmm. We had to get it away. It couldn't be too like Charlie the Unicorn because there's the <laughs> second where like wait was like it was a little you know yeah. it was too much. So yeah, I had to practice it. I'll be honest. But it's it's kind of a play off of that very like soft spoken, a little airy, like, no, you don't wanna hit me right now, Judith. You know, like that kind of like Yeah. Tone that I do actually use sometimes in my day-to-day life. Yeah. Um, hearing everyone else's voice. Um the only other person who I've actually heard talk in like day-to-day life before this would be Jaren. So mm-hmm. that was hilarious to hear him just be in that full out like Norse tilt. Cause like I've known Jay for like a long time mm-hmm. and like, yeah, that was hilarious. That was like kind of jarring, but like in the best way <laughs> just to hear that very like deep stilted Norse vowels. I was like, yeah, let's go. Yeah. And then I think for like Lex and Cullen, it almost took a beat for like when we were talking outside of like D sessions to be yeah. like oh because like i didn't i never talked to you guys mm-hmm. really before session zero so it was it was cool yeah we have a, yeah, it was. a wide array of voices yes <laughs> you do i love it there's so much diversity too like in the party itself like i know i talk about this all the time and i will continue to fucking talk love about it. it because i fucking love my players do it but there is so much diversity just like i mean like the classes you guys picked like isn't like everyone kind of has a very different personality and a very different backstory but like even just the stuff i know that you guys don't yet like you guys overlap in some really beautiful ways and it's like you're so different that it's it's like okay there could be conflict or like are they gonna mesh well but then there's also enough similarities where it's like I think you guys are just a beautiful <laughs> concoction of fucking disaster at this point. <laughs> I love it. That is the best, I think the best way I've ever heard a D&D party described. A beautiful concoction of disaster. That's I, I mean, amazing. yeah. <laughs> oh, no, so I good. I absolutely love it. It's so so great i'm i'm so we've never had a druid before i'm so glad we have naya as our first druid she, it's iconic honestly like i know I, I do i love druid as a class now i'll be honest it's the only thing i've played through Baldur's gate as like i actually need to learn diversity now because i'm like this is so good 
I'm sitting Fun. here like, I don't think I could be a druid in any other campaign. I'm like, I wouldn't, like, she's too iconic. I'm like, how do I, how do you follow up Naya? <laughs> yeah, like, what do you do? How do you Thank do? Thank you. What the heck? <laughs> I mean, not only follow up Naya, how do we have any other animal companion now except for Wade? Like, how do you? Okay. Okay. I know. That's one thing I want to ask about really quickly because I feel like I have to. So we came up with Wade as just like a, oh, you have an animal companion to throw away. How do you feel about the fact that Wade is the unofficial like party mascot and also like there's so much lore to Wade? I know, like just randomly. I love it. Yeah. Like he started as like, oh, you've got a lizard that like hangs out with you. And now it's like he wears a little harness that's strapped to you so he can't go too far and like he's obsessed with gold and like he's um you know like he's very opinionated and he likes to talk and he like how do you feel about that because he's yours i love it it brings so much extra depth to it because like animal companions are fantastic but in my in my head and i don't want to like pick on anyone who's had animal companions to me there's like kind of a specific special bond when you have a druid and an animal companion there's just like a deeper click and there's having speak with animals and like so i love that we gave him depth i love that he's not just like a lizard that's there that we almost like forget about half the time like i love that we have him as like a full-fledged creature and also like i'm a pet parent so like they, mm-hmm. there is so much personality in animals to start with and like i i love it because he's not even just like a pet he's like he's like her best friend yeah mm-hmm. i mean Chris yeah a little joint he's part of the family i know i love that the party was so easily accepting if she's like this is a lizard i talked to and he's a full-fledged person with a name like to the point where like ace was like what does wade think <laughs> before he went and banged the duchess like it was i love that the party was just like yeah all right he's a he's a full creature let's go i love it we love wade i mean cressida wasn't lying coolest thing she saw that entire day was wade she was was wade yeah (laughs) oh so i guess okay so like i guess one like final question i have because like i'm super curious about this at this point so like Mm -hmm. From what we've seen of Naya so far, it seems like she's kind of been, like, like as you said, she's been alone and she's kind of been isolated from, like, actual, like, human contact. I don't want to say, like, humanoid contact, we'll say, because, yeah. like, let's be honest, you have one human in your party. Um, yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> yeah. Woo! <laughs> um, so what do you think the impact of the only real social interaction she's had in a very long time being a lizard what kind of impact do you think that has on her? And how do you think that's going to impact her ability to form relationships with her party? In some ways, I think it's great. Because I think her sco- her social skills are, like, they're shitty. Like, I don't think she has a good grasp of, like, what's an inappropriate thing to say. Or what's, like, an inappropriate <laughs> question. Like, she's never mean to be mean. Yeah. Which, I mean, feel like I feel like that also splayed when you're like, what would Naya ask if she had one question? Because some of those were, like so out of bounds to ask somebody you've known for two days was it like socially yeah like that's so out of bounds and she would just be like was it worth it like just so yeah just like very yeah like she can't read social graces which like no it's like there's like a naivete to her that's like really endearing at the same time like it's not like malicious it's just kind of like she just doesn't get it yeah. No, and I think she like she tries to be nice. Like when Digby seemed nervous to go in, she was like almost irritated that the whole party was just gonna shove him in by himself. Like she has some awareness, but mm. she doesn't have a really good awareness of like what's appropriate and what's not. Like yeah. I think she's just very blunt that way right now, and I kind of love that because I feel like it also gives me free reign to be like nosy because I'm I'm such a nosy bitch like as a person. <laughs> Just fundamentally, it's Love who it. I am. I hate not knowing things. Okay, what was the other half of this question? I'm so sorry. <laughs> I was off track. I don't Just how do you think? How do you think it's going to affect her ability to form meaningful connections with her party yes. members moving forward? It might hinder a little bit because, okay. like I said, I don't think she has a very good grasp of social cues. I don't think she has. Mm-hmm. I don't know if she has a great understanding of, like, 
relationships are niche. You have like romantic relationships, you have friends, you have family, you have friends you consider family. Mm-hmm. I don't think she's given like the categories a ton of thought at this point in her life, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. So I'm kind of, I am curious to see how a few things play out. She's not very like conformative with, I think, like typical social roles. Mm-hmm. If yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. I don't know if that answered anything or if that was super vague, but... No, it did. It answered it. it, it it's... Yeah. No, it's... Oh, I just love her. How, how... <laughs> Thank you. How do I feel like I know so much and nothing at all at the same time? I know. I feel like I know so much more about Naya now, but I am even more confused. Honestly, I kind of feel the same way. Like, I I feel like I didn't have a super strong grip on her as a person until we started playing and she started interacting. And then there was stuff I feel like I almost found where I was like, oh, yeah, okay. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's been a really cool journey, and we're only, like, three sessions in. I can't wait to get into some, like, heavier stuff. Yeah, I can't I can't wait yeah. for the next session. It's literally, it's not even a week away, and I'm already, like, counting. I'm like, when, when's it Wednesday? When I know. Wednesday? Is it Wednesday yet? Is it, is it Wednesday? I know. <laughs> oh. I just want to play. I just want to play D&D, to be honest. I know. I just... I just want to play. I want to keep going. We got a boat. I'm so excited. I want to so see cool. everyone interact. Oh man, we're putting all yeah. these people on a boat together. Oh. It's going to be rad. Or terrible. Oh. I have no idea. I'm so stoked to put you all on a fucking boat. I love it. Uh, I feel like we have that forced proximity where we're like, we're going to learn so much about each other because like, there's only so much to do on a boat for yeah. like 10 days. Well, it's a like yeah it's a ship it's a vessel you guys have but like it's only so big mm-hmm. yeah like, like you can't hide from each other you can't no. avoid each other no they went straight from like oh we're kind of acquaintances and now we're roommates yeah and they were roommates <laughs> and we have a houseboat yeah and, <laughs> and they, they were, were roommates, roommates. <laughs> literally <laughs> it's so good it's great well, thank you so much for coming on mm-hmm. and just answering all our barrage of questions. Thank you for letting me, like, info dump about Naya, because I've I been wanting to. Thank you. It's been amazing. And, and you, made your, you made your podcast debut. Yay. I know. Oh my God, I was not so expecting exciting. that earlier today. It's so exciting. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, hey, are you busy? <laughs> Yeah, I was like at work and you were like, you free to be on a podcast? I was like, oh, okay, we're doing it. I know. I really should have just been like, hey, like, when are you free? I really just like fucking, hey, let me dictate your schedule real quick. (laughs) It was like the second thing you'd sent me all day. It was like, I hope you're having a good day. You free to be on the podcast? I was like, oh. (laughs) (laughs) uh, Yeah. If that is not the most up late with D8 way of asking things yeah. i don't know what else is <laughs> I honestly love it. Well, and then lex and i were messaging each other and i was like ali's gonna be on the podcast she's like oh okay cool i didn't know what we were gonna do and i was like yeah we're doing ali's interview <laughs> we're doing it she was like okay perfect but yeah. yet it seems like you guys have like prepped questions like if i didn't know better <laughs> I, feel I, like was so I feel like the day we actually <laughs> prep for like an up late with d8 episode like the world's gonna spin on its axis because half the time it's oh we got a half hour before we record what do you want to talk about if no literally it's like lex is like oh i gotta do my spiel and i'm like okay to confirm what the fuck are we talking about yeah i mean not to okay not to out you braylon but we've literally been on a call and you've been like oh shit i have to go i'm supposed to be doing the podcast like now and we've like ended up you've like ended a discord call with me because you've been like oh Oh, sorry, I gotta go. (laughs) I'm like, are we still doing the podcast? Yeah, I felt so bad the other night when you're like, are we still doing the podcast? And I was like, fuck, oh, fuck, right. What? I was like disassociating with my Kindle for like three hours and then was like, oh, fuck. No, it's okay. Because the funny thing is, is the podcast goes out Friday mornings and normally it's Thursday night and we're like, hey, we should probably do this. We should probably do that, hey? We should probably. Which is weird because, like, I really love the podcast. Like, it's so much fun. It is. 
But it, it is. Just, it's so oh much fun. <laughs> I love it. It's it's great. <sighs> so that is gonna wrap up this episode of Up Late with DA. As always, you should watch our streams on Twitch. We stream yeah. kind of weekly. Weekly, skip weekly. A day here and there on Wednesdays, 9 weekly. p.m. Eastern Time. You are listening to Up Late with DA. You should catch it every Friday, 10 30 a.m. Eastern Time. I can't do times in my head. We are on all That's the fun okay. social medias at DA Escapades. We're a fun little group. There's Valentine's up on our Instagram right now. Go send it to someone yeah. you care about or send it to someone you don't care about. You do you, boo boos. All right. We're going to be Bye. Bye. <laughs>